0: Uh, Let's see if we're working here. What's up, friends? Give me just a second here, getting everything sort of dialed in. Okay. It looks like we are published and live on Twitter. Welcome. My name is Joe Idoni. Follow me on Twitter at TorPix. This is Preferred Lines. Uh, where we cover the betting preview show each and every week on the PGA Tour. Tuesdays, right around now, around 8.30. uh, My co-host, Chad Eckward, is still out on paternity leave. He may grace us with his uh, appearance later in the show and his cute little baby Lucas. They are doing great at home. Uh, It's fall. It's swing season. We talked about this, how we were going to kind of divide and conquer, right? I'm going to take some events. He's going to take some events until we get back to January, uh, just to give ourselves a little bit of breather. Uh, we could all use that to stay sort of mentally fresh and, and, having two young children myself, I know what it's like those first couple weeks after a baby. I'm sure you guys can appreciate that. Chad, see you soon, buddy. If you are here, um, and watching this in Twitter, the if you go to YouTube and search for preferred lines, you will see it there. So I can no longer see your comments or if you say hello uh, or if you're even here. So it's nice to kind of, if you want to pop over there, wave hi, cheers, crack a beer, um, let's talk some golf. Like this. Subscribe to this in iTunes, Apple, Spotify. That's our currency. That's our tip jar. We appreciate that. We see that um, it's meaningful to us. It is what we do this for. And um, we greatly appreciate that. Um, Let me talk about the sponsor of the show for a second Jock Market. We've talked about this for quite a while. Um, You see it down there. We have a promotion going on where if you use the code PL when you make your first deposit, they are going to match you up to your first $50. Um, very cool. The concept is taken off. We just had our first user surpass $1 million in trades on the jock market. It's exploding. Um, it's fun. I've had a good couple weeks. Patrick Reed made uh, substantial cash for me last week. The NFL has been great. They do all other sports as well. It's an extremely fun app and a way to kind of uh, get involved. It is really fun. Uh, not to mention myself and Rick Gaiman do a Wednesday night power hour show, 815 Eastern, uh, Rick and I get together. We talk market movers. We cover the entire last hour of the PGA IPO live. We give away a hundred bucks. Um, it's a good time. We've given, managed to somehow, uh, give away a hundred to like in $20 segments to, to nobody twice. There's been that many people stopping by for the show, um, So it's very fun to see. Fran, what's up, pal? Um, Great to see you in here. I appreciate the comment. Cheers. Uh, Best of luck this week to you. Okay. Uh, Another thing I should touch on real quick. Sports betting is legal in Florida now. Um, I already signed up for the Hard Rock Sportsbook app. Uh, very cool. It's fun. Uh, it is a great opportunity for me. I can't wait for DraftKings and FanDuel and all these other books to kind of open up shop. But as of yesterday, uh, I can now legally place wagers in the state of Florida. So very cool stuff. If you're in here, um, check it out. Let me know. I can send you a little link to, to hit the app there. Let's talk golf course. Um, where's my little thing here? Okay. El Chameleon uh, at the Mayakova. A couple of things on it. Um, first off, if you want an, an extensive course preview, our friend John, who we've had on the show, PGA Tout, does an awesome job every week. But this week, he kind of really went into depth because uh, it's something it's a course that he's played. So he has personal experience there. Coupled that in with a lot of good stats. It uh, was a great course preview. I would highly recommend reading that. I believe I retweeted it yesterday, but check him out on Twitter at PGA tout. Uh, my big takeaway there was, was kind of what I was leaning on to begin with. It's fairways. It's off the tee game. I think it's extremely important here. Much of this course sort of weaves its way while it's not, when it's not on the ocean, it's like almost in the rainforest. So, uh, if you're wayward off the tee, you're in major trouble, um, you know some of these stats that I targeted on my my mixed condition model on Fantasy National were, were off the tee and fairways over the last 12 and last 24. I like to kind of combine the two because it's helpful to get an idea and it shows you a trend one way or the other whether they're getting better more recently or worse. Uh, greens in regulation opportunities gained, putting a little bit on on slower greens so it's past palom green surfaces which is common in these sort of ocean side courses nearing the the equator, I guess you could say. But we have some pass palm down here in Florida. It's spongy, it's soft, it's slow. Um, you can really be aggressive with your putts. So I think that that could be something to look for uh, and potentially target guys who, who are not great putters, who are maybe tentative putters, who tend to three putt a lot, who, who can't really get aggressive with it but excel in other areas. I think this could be a great opportunity to take some of those guys. Obviously, same story as last week. Wind and weather is going to be the major defense of the golf course this week. Uh, Being on the ocean, it's rather unpredictable. If you're able to sort of stay on top of that late in the game, uh, you can catch a wave advantage, much like we saw a a massive advantage last week. So something to definitely pay attention to. Course comps. Um, I like last week a lot. I'm not changing a whole lot in the model. I did pretty well last week. Um, I had Reed. I had some other guys who were close there. A lot of guys who finished inside the top 22, so I'm going to kind of stick with that a little bit. YLI, Sony, um, Tournament of Champions, Sea Island, um, Short, Coastal, Pebble to some degree, I think you can look at as well. These are the types of courses that I'm looking at as, as solid course comps. Last couple of winners, Hovland, Brendan Todd, Matt Kuchar, Patton Kazire, Project Pat Perez. Um, Those are your last five winners here. Without further ado, um, let's hit... You know what? First off, um, I have my guys here that I picked, but I wanted to kind of touch on something. (coughs) So I talked last week a little bit uh, about Andy and and kind of um, the helpfulness of being supportive of others. It's this idea that... um, The rising tide kind of lifts all ships that I think gets lost a lot. Um, Being supportive of others that are trying to do what you do is healthy for you. It's beneficial to you. Um, There's this toxicity, particularly in Twitter, um, but it's kind of ingrained in us. It's this Americanized concept. It's very territorial. It's. I want ownership. I was in this space first. I, I, this is my spot. I carved out this little niche, uh, and I own it. It's. It's. I was stuck in this for a while, and you've just got to overcome it. Um, this is for everything. This is not just for golf podcasts. I think this is something that you can take into other parts of life. Um, but it's. It's focusing on your process and what is helpful about your process and. Putting the emphasis on that over results. Process over results. Always. It's been so helpful for me. Look, this process helps me. This golf podcast helps me. And I'm not really even talking about picking golf winners, which it helps me to do that. It helps me to sort through this. It helps me to talk through it. It helps me to have chat here to bounce ideas off of. Helps me to talk to Rick. But this helps me mentally um, a lot uh, in more ways than I can really explain. I'm, believe it or not, I'm naturally kind of an introvert. I have friends down here, but they'll tell you I don't hang out a lot. Um, I don't go out. I've got my family that I stick to. Um, I don't. My colleagues that I've worked with for years don't even have my phone number. I have no idea I do a golf podcast. I have no idea. If you told them that I'd host a show, they would, they would think it's crazy. A lot of my family don't, don't know I do this. It took me a while to sort of tell them. Because I had this idea and this notion of what will they think. And, and that scared me. I put a lot of concern around that. Uh, I'm distant. It became awkward to tell them. What will they think? I I was so caught up in it for so long that I lost joy in the process. I reached out to people early on, friends, um, companies, a lot of these brands that you see. And I said, when I started to get a little bit of a following, will you hire me? What do you think of my content? Um, Can you talk to your boss for me? Like guys that are friends of mine. I DM them this. I was so focused on the results and making it that I forgot the process and the value of the process. Um, you lose part of your mind and, and your, my mind is what brought me here. I love golf. I like betting. This is a great outlet for me. It's a healthy experience. Um. You, you, you lose focus on, your own mind, and what it's telling you to do when you start factoring in other people. Opinions are great. Criticisms can be helpful. Being critical isn't helpful to anybody. You're only helping the person you're being critical of. There's no internal benefit to being critical of someone, to try to rip their strategy, to try and uh, take them down a notch for, for who they picked this week or why they picked them. I saw some of this today. Um, you know, I think, I think like Huntman, right. Started a golf podcast. He reached out to me and like told me that, that this show helped him start his own, like it helped give him the confidence to do so. And I think he's in a lot of the same boats as me in many ways socially, but he now has this chance, this sense of achievement for doing it. Um, the sense of fulfillment, the sense of growth, it's that's healthy. Remain true to yourself. Remain supportive of others and trust your process, believe in it, and good things will eventually help happen for you. Um, you ask someone their opinion and what they think, and they're going to give you, Jay Shetty said this, and I listen to Jay Shetty a lot. Their opinions are based on their projection of their own limitations and possibilities. It has nothing to do with you. Their opinion has nothing to do with you. It's based on their own perceptions. Don't put too much value on it. Trust your process. Enjoy it. Be supportive of others. Process over results. End of rant. Sorry for going off again. I think some people might have enjoyed that last week, so maybe there's some benefit there this week. Um, I don't want to get too much more into it. I'm going to bring in my other screen here. Let me pull up the right one. This is good. My fantasy national mix... Mc- model. Let's talk top of the odds boards. Um, Let me pull the banner here. Top of the board. I need another beer. I said a lot there. Sorry if I lost some of you guys. I know you don't stop by for this, but um, like I said, I, I, I do this for me. So I wanted to say it. The top. Justin Thomas, 16 to 1 is the best number. Abraham Answer, 18 to 1. Victor Hovland, 20 to 1. Finau at 30 to 1. Those are your top four on the odds board this week. I'm using here the Odds Checker grid. Check out OddsChecker.com. They do a great job showing you different odds so that you can price shop all in one place easily. I'm passing here. Um, I'm. These are my cards. I'm going to fold them. I think that it's okay to lay this down, and if Justin Thomas comes out and wins, he comes out and wins. Um, Some concern about Hovland going back-to-back. We've seen um, this course can kind of of lend itself to, to repeat course history. I think this field is a lot stronger than the one he played last year. It's actually some good names here. Moving down, this next section is where I'm living, gang. 33 to 1. I've got three guys here, all the same price. Let me make sure we're still live here. We are. Okay. 33 to 1. Three guys. Brooks Kepka. 33 to 1 in this field. Did you really think I wasn't going to take Brooks? Number one in opportunities gain. He's giving himself looks. He struggled with the putter. I think these slower greens can help him. He's an aggressive putter by nature. He always hits it past the hole. Um, Even those two-footers, he rams in the back of the cup. I think these green surfaces can help him. If he can keep it in the fairway off the tee, I like his chances. He's got that deadly three iron. I think that if he can mentally humble himself enough to not hit driver and take that club off the tee on a lot of these par fours, it's going to suit him very well if the approach game is decent. I think that he can make enough birdies to win. Brooks, thirty-three to one. I, I yeah, I'm gonna bet it. You knew that. Scheffler, also thirty-three to one. Same thing. Scotty's driving accuracy actually gets improves as a course shortens. I think that he does play well on these shorter tracks. Um, Obviously, the breakthrough performance at the Ryder Cup that we saw, all the upside. I think back to Hovland last year with that sort of breakthrough victory. And I feel like that could very well be Scotty Scheffler here. Um, Great wedge player. You know, he he can shoot these really super duper low scores that are awesome. And Scheffler. Same price, last guy at 33 to 1, Billy Ho. Just one, less than two months ago. Uh, the approach play is fantastic. I think he gets the most fairways of anybody in this particular range. Horschel plays great in these sort of Caribbean, Southern-type places. Um, I'm taking Billy Ho. I, I think we have a special guest here. Let me see if I can bring him
1: in to... <laughs> Hey, Chad. What's up, boys? What's going on? We got the little Lucas himself.
0: There's Lucas, the winner last week. Uh that, that brought you to the Bermuda Championship ticket. Missing yeah, uh, he's he's in so many ways.
1: He needs a feeding, I think.
0: There's a little mug though. He's cute, man. Yeah, that's Luke, awesome.
1: We're uh, we're doing the best we can, you know. Parents are three now.
0: We've got babies on the pod.
1: It's crazy. <laughs> and, and hey, looks, I got a new computer, so look at how detailed this this camera i was gonna say i could really you know you're showing up nice buddy yeah thanks yeah you know live live on uh on the internet for the first time gotta look good this is lucas but yeah i wanted to crash the party
0: that's what it's all about that's what it's all about right i'll be back soon because we like talking golf we've got five
1: young kids between us now um yeah welcome to the what up friend millionaire um i i can't get my mic hooked up so this isn't even working hopefully this you sounds sound great right. right. uh you know i don't i i know you're on keegan bradley i saw that but i didn't really look at much more than that um myself i'm leaning matthew fitzpatrick for the house bet what do you feel about that is that is that ridiculous
0: i took fitzpatrick last week i like him number okay. one in putting okay. um he had a bad Sunday, but other than that, was very good. You're crystal clear. Um, so, yeah, I like it. Look, I like that he's been playing. A lot of these guys we haven't seen play. So Fitz obviously had the win over there in Europe. Played last week. Should be familiar with the conditions. So, yeah.
1: Fitz you like week. those baby noises? <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. Oh, am I sleeping? Oh, you guys, we should do a whole pod about being a dad of three. From, going to two, from two to three is not as bad as you think. But yeah, no, I'm sleeping okay. He's not sleeping at all. He's sleeping like two hours at a time. What are you talking about? No, it's going insane. from
0: two to three isn't as bad as as we think. I hope my wife didn't hear you.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> be careful what you do. You know, get yeah. yourself into some trouble. Uh, but good to see you, Joe. I miss you. Uh, continue the pod and enjoy yourself. I'll uh log this onto iTunes and when it's done and I'll listen to your takes.
0: We love you, buddy. Take care, man. See you, Lucas. Good. Peace out. that's awesome I love that there's our friendly co-host and here he likes Matt Fitzpatrick he's got a baby that he likes as well good for him so Chad mentioned that I took Keegan Bradley here's where this odds checker grid comes in handy look at this for Keegan I don't know if you can see this yeah you should be able to this is why you price shop. Fandle is 70 to one. DraftKings, he's 40 to one. It's a 30 point difference. Um, that's Brooks, right? He's 30 to one. You're getting that price adjustment if you go through Fandle. That's why this is great. 33 to one in some spots over here at Sugar House. I don't know what that is, but at Sugar House, he's 33 to one. You're getting double that price at Fandle. Still up. Still live. Keegan. Let me look through a little bit of this mixed condition model and tell you kind of why I like Keegan. Let me find him. Here he is. 11th in my model. Fairways gain. He's all right. Greens in regulation, 23rd. Strokes gained approach, 8th over his last 12 rounds. Strokes gained total on short courses, 39th. You see a good bit of green there. Here's the big one. Putting. He sucks. He's terrible. Um... It's okay. The greens are slow. The greens are easy. Be aggressive. Ram them home. Um, I, I I really like the way that he sets up this week. I think this could be a sneaky Keegan Bradley week. 70 to 1 is a fantastic number if you have access to that. All right. Let's talk uh, some long shots. I got a couple here, and then we'll get you out of here. 20 minutes in. We're doing pretty good. We're moving moving at a good pace. Okay. Long shots. Brendan Steele. These are all 101 plus. Brendan Steele is 125 to 1, I bet. Uh, Second at the Zozo recently. I like him on shorter courses as well. Plays the Honda well. Plays uh, out there in Hawaii pretty well, typically. Let me see if he has any sort of course history here. Steel cut last year, 41, 41st before that. That's not great. But you look at this mixed condition model, he rates out 7th overall. Hits a good amount of fairways. Greens in regulation, 16th. Opportunities gained, 11th. Strokes gained total on short golf courses, 6th. You Dive a little bit more into steel here and his recent results. Zozo, he was fantastic, although we don't have strokes gained data from Sanderson Farms, 17th. I mentioned the Honda's a shorter golf course. The Sony's a shorter golf course that I comped. Travelers is a short golf course. Honda before that. These are where his good finishes are coming. I think he could set up pretty well. Steel, 125 to 1. And three guys, three of them, just like I have three at 33 to 1, three guys at 150 to 1 this week. Um, Guido. Guido, there was good and there was bad last week. There was a 65 and then there was a couple of over par rounds. Um, he can make a lot of birdies. I think he could suit really well here. Uh, let me find his. Yeah, look, he's, pre- he's pretty solid in fairways. 45th. Now, this isn't pulling a ton of data because it's not factoring in a lot of the European stuff here. And he had two fantastic starts. I think it's only pulling in like four starts worth of data. Um but Guido, I think he has win upside. I think he has t- real top 10 upside this week, and he's 150 to one. The other guy's Danny Willett, and the stats don't really point to him because he just pops out of nowhere. I mentioned this last week. Um, certain guys have that that back of the cereal box ingredient that's far down there that says like wins. Willett's that guy, um, it's in there. It doesn't come out very often, but it's in there. He won probably the best tournament on the PGA or the European Tour Circuit, one of them. Uh, He's won the best tournament on U.S. soil in the Masters. Uh, The guy's proven it. I like his win upside in contention. I like his moxie. I like his shot-making ability. I like him in tough conditions. Uh, I think all of that sets up pretty well for Willett. And finally, where's this guy at? 150 to 1, Scott Stallings. Fifth at the Bermuda last week. He stormed Sunday. Um, He's coming in confident. He's coming in off a great finish. Also a sixth at the Fortinet. I think that he holds a good bit of top 10 value. Hopefully he can carry over a little bit of form, but but look at how many consecutive events he's gaining strokes off the tee. Obviously last week was one of those with 10.6 overall. Um, All of these events, that's what I'm leaning on for importance this week. I'm hoping that he can be aggressive on these on these slower greens and, and wholesome putts. but I think that he lines up really well for, for what this course suits um, you know, what, what we're looking for in, in an attempt to try and find a winner here. Thank you guys for stopping by. This is a short show. This is swing season. Um, I, I appreciate anyone who gave this a listen. Thank you all. Chad will be back very soon. We'll have the normal show back together. We'll get the gang going. We'll crack beers. We appreciate you. Do the liking. Do the subscribing. Do all the little things that that are easy and take a simple click uh, that help us out and mean a good bit to us. Be supportive of your friends. Be supportive of other people that do what you do. Uh, process over results. Thanks for checking out Preferred Lines. Uh, I'm Joe Idoni. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great night. Have a great week. Good luck at the Worldwide
1: Technologies Championship. Peace.